pilot Peter Weber just needs to hop on one of his jets and literally get the hell out of town. Get the hell off of my TV because he's literally out of control. And the final three are just not who I thought they would be. And Hannah Ann needs to go back to Hannah Annville. And I just, it was out of control. And hometowns always just stress me out because whenever I think of a hometown, I think of my hometown, which is a beautiful little town, a little suburb south of Boston, right by the water. But all these hometowns that he went to in tonight's episode were just... It just, I just wasn't having it. I don't, I just do not understand how this show sustains itself. And I mean, maybe it's because this guy in particular, and no shade to him, it's just, I'm not vibing with him. I'm not jiving with him. And if I was one of the bachelors, I'd literally be like, get the hell out of here, girlfriend. And I'd just be gone because, you know, I can't deal with someone, let alone, you know, one man who is pining after the wrong woman. But I, I just can't handle one man who is pining after like 20 women at once. And uh, these roses, I just, I would chop them all up. I would call President Snow from the Hunger Games. I would have him give me three white roses and I would literally stomp on them like Lucille Ball did. And like, I love Lucy when she stopped me on the grapes. Remember with that lady? And she like pushes the lady down. They're fighting. This is like literally what this is but modern day time. So anyways, this is, I'm just so stressed out. I literally have not done one Bachelor recap this entire season three of my podcast, The Mistress of Pop Culture. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. It's Andrew DeVitri. Um, But you know what? I'm just going to bam out some stories today because we're almost at the end of it. Then we're going to go to Dancing with the Stars. We're going to go back to The Bachelorette. So it's just like a never-ending cycle. But you know what? Good on ABC to literally have a show that sustains itself, that stands the test of time, and literally just draws in the masses. Because as much as I tell myself every single season I'm over it, I'm not over it. I literally, like, I indulge in this nonsense. It's like it's like taking a bath and, I don't know, leeches. This is how I feel like uh, watching this show. So anyways, hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope everybody had a really nice President's Day. Blah, 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 blah. Let's get into it. I have three stories today, two of which... Three of which, I'm sorry, are rats are related. One of which is about the one and only Jeff Bezos, who is just out of control. You know, with his billions and billions of dollars, and I know he just committed $10 billion to saving the earth. Good for you. Um, maybe you could commit $10 billion to ending The Bachelor and literally just revamping the show. And you know what? Keep the show. Just don't have a pilot next time. Have him fly off into the abyss. Okay, so let's let's get on it. And I just let's just let's let's talk. Let's play hardball. So I have three articles here for you. Run from one from E, one from Cosmo. Um and then one from uh, People Magazine. So first I'm going to read for you is from E. Because you know me, I'm, a, I'm an E loyalist. And they usually just sort of, their articles um, or, or their POVs uh, recapping shows literally are on point um, with sort of what I feel. So let's just, let's, let's just get right into it. By the way, you know, I think Peter's a good looking guy. I just think he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He just needs to, you know, wipe the wipers, his eyes, and just see a little bit more clearly because... I just, I don't know what this guy's doing, and I am not a straight man, but <laughs> I feel like I know how to handle the situation better than he does. Okay, here we go. Three women on The Bachelor, um, three women remain on The Bachelor, but only two really make any sense, or maybe just one. I totally agree with that. This is why I'm starting with E. Pilot Pete, it's like, it's so funny that they call him that. Pilot Pete went to visit each of his final four girlfriends' hometowns tonight, and it was a real mixed bag of stern southern dad sisters who could be future Bachelor contestants. And more of that Victoria F drama we've all been loving so much. I literally love Victoria F. She's just like, she's like Victoria Grayson from Revenge. Remember her Madeline Stowe played her so well? Oh, just loved her. Okay. Um, uh, in fact, Peter didn't even end up making it past the front yard of her parents' house in Virginia Beach. After they had a lovely date together with one of those fake private concerts, <laughs> the shade, the shade, um, during which they stood on a platform and danced to insert random country act here, while surrounded by her friends, a girl with a blurry face and a jean jacket ran after Peter as he was leaving. He addressed her as Marissa, and for a second they reminisced about the time they dated in 2012, 2012. Uh, she then revealed that until recently she was good friends with Victoria F. and was here to warn Peter that he deserved a better girl. He deserved better than a girl like Victoria. 
Marissa and Victoria had broken up multiple relationships and uh, was just not a great person. I would agree with that, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Um, Peter was completely freaked out and he got zero more details when he sat down with Victoria outside of her house and told her what Marissa had said. Quote, I'm so disgusted right now, Victoria said. It's so much drama. Okay, obviously, Victoria, is drama because you're on the effing Bachelor and it's not going to be some easy breezy time where you're literally just going to win Pilot Pete's hand in marriage. You're literally going to have to... It's like... You, do you guys remember in the original... Uh, Sleeping Beauty movie, the Disney one with the cartoons, obviously, when Maleficent is like, uh, whatever his name is, Prince Philip is trying to get to the castle to wake up Aurora, but Maleficent does that, like, whole field of thorns with that spindle thing. That's literally what this is. The show is about, like, all these contestants have to push through a bushel of thorns to literally get to their modern day prince and or princess, depending on which uh, is cycling, the bachelor or bachelorette. This is, I always reference Disney, by the way. This is a first-time listener for you. If you are a first-time listener to my podcast, hi, everybody. My name is Andrew. Welcome. I am really nice. I just, I'm just so passionate about this subject. I'm so passionate about this show. Um, and it literally makes my blood boil. I'm just going to have to go get a Sonia Dakar facial right after this because I just can't even handle it. Shout out to Sonia Dakar. She doesn't sponsor my show, but I literally love her. Um, I'm so disgusted right now, Victoria has said. It's so much trauma. She wants to know what relationship Marissa was talking about, but obviously Marissa was not very specific. Peter pointed out that he couldn't possibly have heard Marissa. I don't, also, I'm sorry, pause for a second. I don't like that. Marissa is M-A-R-I-S-S-A, but this girl's M-E-R-I-S-S-A, so Marissa. Whatever. Um, no shade of the spelling of her name, but the alphabet is the way it is for a reason, so there should be an A for the E. Say the, um, I'm gonna read the sentence again. Um, Peter pointed out that he couldn't possibly have heard Marissa say those things, um, and then just got happily to meet Victoria's family, and so Victoria was like, let's just not then. Ada. Um, then he got mad, at her for not fighting for the relationship, and we're over here wondering why he wants to fight for this thing anyway, since their entire, quote, relationship has been exactly like this. This is what I'm saying. It's like the blind leading the blind. Shout out to blind people. I love you guys. I just, I mean it in the sense of, um, you know, Peter's just, he's not seeing clearly. Uh, he ended up leaving without meeting her family, and we're sort of thrilled that was the end of it, but then Victoria showed up at his hotel room the next day to apologize. But you guys remember she wasn't saying anything. She was there, and she was like, it was just not a conversation. She needed... And also, what the hell are these producers doing? They're literally just standing there, like, knitting sweaters. Like, get in there and, like, manipulate the situation. And that's almost as if, um... And it's almost as if he had forgotten the warning Marissa had given him because Peter was most likely concerned about the fact that, Mar that Victoria just keeps giving up whenever he asks her a single question. I just... I can't. Okay, um... And then in the end, he gave her a rose anyway. Because why not bring Victoria along to the fantasy suite, you know? Peter chose her, Hannah Ann, eh. And Madison continued on to the sexiest, um, loneliest part of the show, sending Kelsey home by girl by. He apparently wasn't thrilled enough by their grape-stomping, wine-making day to keep her around, which you could almost sum up the way he named their bottle, containing the blend they created together, quote, wine. Plus, Kelsey's hometown was the least concerning, probably because she's 28 and her family trusts her decisions. Hannah Ann and Madison's dads all got weird about their 33-year-old, 23-year-old daughters, excuse me, 23-year-old daughters, uh, rightly so. Hannah Ann even took Peter axe-throwing because her dad wants her to marry a manly guy. Peter proved himself to be very mediocre at axe-throwing. Later, her dad got a little scary, as he told Peter not to tell Hannah Ann if he's falling in love, um, if he's got a single doubt. I think that's very good advice. Um, literally, if Peter were to meet my dad, my dad is probably... No, my dad's a really good dad. He's just very... He's a very professional person. He's very stern. And as I would be... And it's so funny. The older I get, the more I realize, like, why wow, my parents were so hard and specific about dating. Like, when I have a daughter, I'm going to be so protective of her. And I'm going to let her date some, like, hoodlum off the street. Not that Peter's a hoodlum, but, you know, you just... You don't want somebody who cannot make a decision. You need someone with a good point of view, a strong... With kahootas, balls. He doesn't have balls. And I, I, he's a good-looking man, but I really... You know, the way this season is panning out, 
it's like literally out of control. And it's just not making any sense to me. At least to me. Maybe somebody else can explain to me. Hit me up on Instagram at AndrewDeVitri, A-N-D-R-E-W-D-E-V-I-T-R-E. Literally DM me and like explain or justify why you think this guy is literally a good bachelor because I really don't. On to the next. Off with their heads. Off with their heads. Um, <clears throat> Madison's dad, meanwhile, was concerned about how pure his daughter is and didn't want Peter to do anything to jeopardize that. Madison's hometown date was sort of precious because it was filled with two things we really know about Madison's personality. Basketball and Jesus. You know what? You do you, girl. That's If that's what you're all about, then that's what you're all about. Love the Lord. Love the Lord. I just love the Lord. Um, I actually don't um, adhere to any Lord, but, like, love the Lord anyways. They played a lot of basketball, and they prayed. Um, <clears throat> That's really weird. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> I have to make a little joke, by the way. Sorry, I have a little bit of frog in my throat. I just had ramen noodles, and these uh, Whole Foods makes these really delicious ramen, craft ramen. I don't know if it's, like, the craft mac and cheese, like, the generic stuff, but it's literally on point. So thank you, Whole Foods, for literally making this incredible product. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. They played a lot of basketball and they prayed. Uh, still, Peter hasn't. Uh, she still hasn't told Peter she's waiting to have sex until marriage. Um, and we kept thinking she was going to, but she did not. She's saving that for the fantasy suite, which uh, he's going to love. I mean, maybe he will like that because he just seems like he's so out of left field and he's not uh, on the beaten path that you know the more traditional bachelorette contestants or bachelor contestants are on. The preview for next week's episode seemed to indicate that Madison is giving Peter an ultimatum that if he sleeps with anyone else, she's not um, sure she can move forward with him, which is re really similar to the ultimatum Luke P. tried to give Hannah Brown. You guys, I'm about to sneeze in a second, so sorry. Hannah Brown on The Bachelorette, except Luke was not actually a virgin at the time. I remember that. We're now over here wondering if Madison even watched last season of The Bachelorette because if she had, she would have known that A, sex ultimatums come across really badly on the show, and B, Peter really likes sex and believes it's an important part of exploring a relationship. It is, very true. Uh, but maybe... All of this is why Madison doesn't really seem to be in love with Peter yet, or we're all being tripped by editing. Either way, we'll be finding out next week as we hurdle towards the end of this tumultuous season. This is a really tumultuous season. Um, it's not. Well, I don't know what AB. I, I don't know what the higher ups at ABCs are thinking. Um, but it's just like out of control. I'm not at all trying to be an asshole or a prick or you know just so biased. But I'm literally just a passionate viewer and fan of this franchise, and I just, I just want a smarter guy. And maybe next season they should pick a business beau or like a financier or just someone who literally knows how to make a decision and isn't so literally since he's a pilot i guess it's a pun just goes wherever the wind goes so that's what it feels like okay my next story for you is from cosmopolitan by the way i'm sorry i'm a little bit congested now because I, I i have this like constant allergy in my apartment i don't know why i don't know if my neighbors have cats i'm like crazily allergic to cats and i don't like taking claritin because it doesn't make me feel good and also i try to avoid taking any like drugs of any sort you know if you guys have any homeopathic recommendations let me know but well whatever okay so cosmopolitan says yikes twitter is furious that peter weber gave a rose to spoiler after hometowns okay what are you doing peter okay um this is the article by the way spoilers but this is the middle of the episode so if you're listening to this, I assume you watched the episode. Um, even though, okay, bachelor spoilers, okay. Even though he doesn't meet her family, Peter Weber ends up keeping Victoria Fuller after hometown dates. People uh, on the internet are not happy about it, nor am I. Side, another episode of The Bachelor, another two hours of Victoria Fuller drama. So far, we've had drama surrounding Peter and Victoria's first one-on-one -on -one date during which they went during which they went to see her ex perform. Um, and then there was this whole debacle of people thinking that Victoria was lying about being scared of skydiving, LOL. Um... But this week, which also happened to be hometowns of Victoria F. Drama, was truly next level. And I literally just recapped this all in the article, but I'm just going to, like, browse this article and see if they noticed anything um, or picked up anything that I wasn't, that I hadn't already, hadn't already recapped. So uh, during Peter and Victoria's date, 
The Virginia Beach Peter was approached by his ex Melissa, Marissa Pence. I wonder if she's related to Mike Pence, VP Mike Pence. Hey. Uh, which also happens to be a friend of Victoria's and apparently knows the local tea. She warns Peter that, quote, there's so many relationships broken up because of her and adds, I don't think you deserve what you're on a date with right now. I would do the same thing. I mean, so Peter and Victoria got into yet another squabble, which is also what they did on the last date. So, and it's so bad that he ends up not meeting Victoria's family. However, that didn't stop Peter from choosing Victoria at the rose ceremony and sunny contestant Kelsey Weir home. I actually thought Peter and Kelsey vibe really well, but I don't know. Peter's just, maybe ABC's telling him what to do. Maybe it's scripted. Who knows? And as you might have guessed, Twitter was not pleased with Peter's decision. Um, Brett S. Vergara, Bachelor Nation, when Peter gave his rose to Victoria F. instead of Kelsey, and it's Regina George and Mean Girls, literally after she puts all the flyers and the camera's pulling back and she's watching all the girls in the high school fight. Such a good meme. April Richardson said, I feel like this is all of us watching Victoria get this rose. I mean, and it's like literally everybody just, their eyes are closing. They're like, what the hell? Uh, K Vizzle for Shizzle. Quote, Victoria, will you accept this rose? Bastard Nation. SpongeBob SquarePants, like, literally convulsing and crying. Um, Joshua Perez. These are all tweets, by the way. Uh, hello. Please. It's, it's Victoria Just. It's, um, oh my gosh. iCarly, Miranda Crossgrove. It's a meme of her. Hello. Please, Victoria just got a rose and Peter didn't meet the family in the Hometowns episode. Hashtag The Bachelor. Ashley uh, Flanagan said, Peter... Picking, it's a baby. The meme is of a baby. Peter picking Victoria F after literally getting in a heated argument with her and never even meeting her family is the dumbest thing this show has ever done. Here's the thing, though. I'm going to put a pause on, like, reading all these memes. I think that the, the, this show is very calculated in a way that it has to operate. It's, it's been going on for so long, and its longevity is probably... Its trajectory is probably really strong. So I think that they have to figure out how to wait a way to keep the show fresh. And since he opted not to meet her family yet keep her on the show by giving her a stupid rose, uh, the show just has to operate a different way. Otherwise, you know, you can't... You just can't sustain it. Um, let me see if there's any other, like, worthy, like, memes that are, like, literally funny. Otherwise, I'm just going to move on. Oh, there's one of Mindy Kaling. Um, me, Kim, is, that the, is the tweet. Um, me and Peter still give Victoria a rose after all the crap she's put in through the season as Mindy Kaling on The Office as Kelly Kapoor, saying, yeah, I've had a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Um, I wonder if Millie Kate, Mindy Kaling sees it. And then the next one, oh my god, this is the last one I'm going to read. I'm going to go into the next one because literally I'm screaming. I love this movie so much. It has to do with Little Mermaid, the Disney version, the, um, the cartoon one, one Vanessa, a disguised Ursula is meeting marrying Prince Eric. Remember when she like usurps his soul? Um, Victoria F is literally Ursula in a human form. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. So shout out to whoever made that meme. These I love memes, you guys. People are just so clever and so smart. Um, just love it. Okay. I have another article here from People Magazine about The Bachelor. So let me just like a little, little browse over it. Because <laughs> like The Bachelor, Peter Weber's ex warns him about Victoria F, says she's broken up relationships. Um, welcome back, Bachelor Nation. On Monday's episode, Peter Weber left Lima, Peru to head out um, on hometown dates across the country with his final four women, Hannah Ann Sluss, Kelsey Weir, Madison Pruitt, and Victoria Fuller. Um, at first, it was a trip to Knoxville, Tennessee, where Hannah Ann is from before their date even begun. She made a point to warn Peter about her dad, Rick, an old-school protective father. Maybe you should have read this article first. It seems to be the most detailed. Sorry about that, but I usually, I, like, I literally love E so much, so I'm gonna, you know, whatever. Shout out to E, but shout out to people. Um, I'm gonna start this paragraph again. Uh, at first, it was, uh, a trip to Knoxville, Tennessee, where Hannah Ann is from before their date even had begun. She made a point to warn Peter about her dad, Rick, an old-school protective father who works in the lumber industry. It's important that she proved to her dad, quote, that this California guy is tough by getting Rick's approval. Um, was clearly easier said than done. After sending, spending one day together, Hannah Ann and Peter headed to her house to meet her family, and it was obvious from the get-go that Rick was extremely skeptical about the entire process. Quote, the biggest question on my mind is how Peter feels about Hannah. He said, I mean, can you honestly sit here and tell me tonight that it's not just a flash of pain? Because now that's the way I look at it. Very poignant words. Hannah Ann, by the way, is really pretty. I would love to meet her. 
I feel like she's going to be an actress after this, and I hope she is. Finally, Peter and Rick sat down together, and Rick uh, asked him to point blank, asked him point blank about the three other women still in the running quote. Where are you at as far as you see yourself with them versus how you see yourself with Hannah? What I can tell you is that there's something real here, Peter replied. I'm actually hoping to tell her this tonight that I'm falling in love with her, and I don't want her to have any other uh, have any doubt about that. Rick, taken aback by the response, urged Peter not to drop the L word with his daughter unless he wholeheartedly meant it. But Peter uh, must have meant it because he chose to express his feelings to her um, when they were alone at the end of the night. I know, quote, I know uh, how I'm feeling about you, um, and I can honestly say that I'm falling in love with you. He said, oh, so corny, but literally, whatever, I'm rolling my eyes. Um, but just being here with you tonight and your family, it feels so right. It makes me so happy. I'm in love with you, Hannah Ann replied. I'm devoted and committed, and I'm in. Up next, Peter reunited with Kelsey in Des Moines, Iowa. They spent the gay, the gay, <laughs> the day. Blah, 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 blah. Um, that night, uh, he met Kelsey's mom, Beth, stepdad, Mike, and a few other family members during one-on-one chat with Beth, Peter, and he said Kelsey are, quote, connected on such a deep level, an emotional level. Early on, Beth took his word for it, but retained protective for her daughter, as I would too. As a mom of three having gone through a divorce, I am concerned, she said, quote, nobody wants to have their kids heartbroken, so don't break my girl's heart. Um... Uh, then it was Madison's turn. She and Peter spent the day shooting hoops at Auburn University in Auburn, Alabama, where her dad is a basketball coach. Blah, 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 blah. I haven't fully talked to him yet about how I view intimacy and how I feel um, that she's saving herself for marriage. And obviously, as one of the articles so poignantly put it, I think it was E that, you know, holding, your, holding out your virginity on this show, not in real life, because you could do whatever you want. And you know what? I think it's very admirable men and women that do that. But on the show, it doesn't look so good because it's, it's you know... If you're choosing to get engaged to the person and give them a ring, you got to know what they, you got to take it for a test drive. Um, I mean, do you guys remember in Desperate Housewives when Brie says that she didn't have sex with Orson before marriage? And also it's really interesting because the same actor who played Orson played, um, oh, Trey on Sex and the City, Kyle McAlphin, and he was in Twin Peaks. And he was like literally the same problem with Charlotte as he had with Brie, which is so interesting. He's such a great actor, by the way. Shout out to him for, like, literally being the stereo or the, the, the specific actor that they choose to play these, like, rich men who are just, you know, a little bit uh, reserved in the sexual department. Um, so let's see what else here. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Madison is so pretty. Uh, they're all very beautiful girls. Let me see here. Uh, last but not least, Peter flew to Virginia Beach uh, for his hometown date with Victoria F. I just don't want to go into that whole thing. Just be careful, blah, 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 blah. Needless to say, Peter, who said he dated Marissa years ago, was devastated and confused with a complete bomb she just dropped on him. That was, of course, about, um, Victoria. Uh, you know, you know, uh, excuse me, you know how on our first date at that concert you had next there? Today I had next there, too. Her name is Marissa. He begun. We just kind of chatted for a little bit, and then she just brought her stuff to my attention. So as you know, she told me that you've caused a lot of other relationships to end. She's evil. She's like, she literally is like Ursula. Ooh, I don't trust her. But immediately, Victoria's F confusion turned to anger. She insisted she hadn't broken up any relationships. She was disgusted by Peter. Literally, I'm like reiterating this again and again, but um, who cares? Um, so let's just see what the end of this article says. And then I'm going to like wrap it up because um, let's see. As it turns out, she was right. Uh, after, okay, I'm going to read this paragraph and then we're going to move on. After an eventful week, everyone flew back to LA for the rose ceremony with Peter himself, still unsure of his decision, despite not having met Victoria S. family. Um, he said he could still see potential with her, whereas she seemed convinced she was going home. I'm so drained emotionally. I don't even know how to feel, she said. I'm just hopeful and nervous. And as it turns out, she was ready to be hopeful. Peter gave the first rose to Hannah Ann, the second to Madison, saving the final rose to Victoria F. and eliminating Kelsey in the process. I'm so sorry. And I know you probably didn't see the coming at all, he said. As he walked her out, quote, he said, quote, believe me, um, when you told me that you love me, that meant the world to me, but I just, I wasn't there. I do not know how these girls have this kind of thick skin. 
I just, I can't, it's like literally watching a car crash went towards the end of every season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Ugh. We're just gonna see what's gonna happen next week, you guys. I'm literally waiting with bated breath, so whatever. Okay, I'm gonna wrap this whole episode up by uh, hopping over to DMZ and reading a little bit of positive news, and that's about the man, the myth, the legend that is Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world, of course. Head honcho, CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos dropping $10 billion to combat climate change, which is just so amazing. Good for him. Uh, Jeff Bezos is putting his money where his mouth is. He's committing to spending $10 billion of his own cash to fight climate change. Not that it matters because he's worth $130 billion, so it's literally chump change for him. You can't even spend a billion dollars in life. No, actually, you probably could if you were me. I'd literally just go to Louboutin and buy everything. Um, the Amazon honcho, who is worth around $130 billion, announced Monday he's launching the Bezos Earth Fund, a global initiative he says will fund scientists, activists, and non-government organizations that will spearhead efforts to protect protect the earth very good Abezo said quote and this is a screen grab here of what he posted on instagram quote today i'm thrilled to announce i am launching the bezos earth fund climate change is the biggest threat to our planet i want to work alongside others both to amplify known ways and to explore new ways of fighting the devastating impact of climate change on this planet we all share this global initiative will fund scientists activists ngos any effort that will offer and any effort that offers a real possibility to help preserve and protect the natural world, we can save Earth. It's going to take collective action from big companies, small companies, uh, nation states, global organizations, individuals. I'm committing $10 billion to start and we'll begin issuing grants this summer. Earth is the one thing we all have in common. Let's protect it together. Jeff, great note. Um, he's adamant. We can all say for Earth. Um, valiant effort for sure. This past year has seen some global catastrophes from major flooding in Italy to ravaging fires throughout Australia. Most recently in Antarctica hit near 70 degrees, the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth's coldest continent. Ugh, I just I can't handle it. Bezos, who in the past has been blasted for poor working conditions and low wages at Amazon, has ramped up his philanthropic efforts as of late June. Um, just last November, his day one fund gave away nearly $100 million to 32 organizations helping to fight homelessness. It's incredible. Good for Jeff Bezos. I know a lot of people are like, pay your taxes, pay your taxes. But you know what? He's combating to save the world. And that's, he's a superhero. He's like Superman. He's a modern day Superman. So good for him. Bachelor fans. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Welcome to my show, or welcome back. Um, I don't know. We're just we're gonna see who who Peter's gonna pick, who Pilot Pete's gonna pick, and uh, let's all uh, you know pray that he makes the right choice. So let me know who you guys uh, want to win, and uh, we'll uh, we'll all see in the coming weeks who uh, is gonna be deemed the the winner, the the bride to be. And uh, shout out to Jeff Bezos and Amazon for you know putting your money where your mouth is, and I know that the government, our current administration is, you know, denying any changes in climate change, but since everybody, if everybody seems to be talking about this uh, global catastrophe that is going on, then clearly there's something to it, um, and I think that these uh, incredibly wealthy folks, uh, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Tim Cook, everyone, Oprah, I'm sure, are all doing great things to save the world with their money, then that's just Incredible. So thank you to them. Um, thanks for the chat. Though. Like, pay my rent. I would love that. All right, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. And uh, I'll get at you later this week um, with some more juicy topics. All right, everybody. Mistress of Pop Culture out.